This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast, where I need strength in my inner man is to be able to believe, even though I can't see it, that this is good for Journey Church International spiritually. It is. It has to be. Because that's who God is. And He loves His church. It's His bride. And He would not do anything that wouldn't ultimately be good spiritually for it. Well, welcome to the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom, a ministry resource of Journey Church International. My name is Ryan. I'm glad to be joining you today on the podcast. This Sunday, we concluded the sermon series, The Waiting Room. And I say we because Pastor Mike, Pastor Scott, and myself, we joined Pastor Christian in this sermon slash discussion about uh, about being quarantined with Jesus. And we're not at the end of this COVID-19 season, and it's hard to say when it will end, but it seems as there's a glimmer of light somewhere down the tunnel. But again, I'm joined here with Pastor Christian, and we're glad you've tuned in. So, Pastor Christian, I got a chance uh, to laugh a little this week. Uh, I tuned into the Facebook Live during prayer at noon the other day, and I see uh, yourself and Danielle uh, give a little banner uh, back and forth. It was, uh, I think, entertaining, uh, certainly encouraging for our people. They they love to see you guys. Uh, but we got to hear your high low buffalo of this last seven or eight weeks. Would you would you mind sharing what you shared with our Activate family who's listening in? Yeah, so that that was an that was a fun experience. I'm I'm not on social media because it's it, it's just distracting to me. But um, the Facebook, as they call it, um, you know, is a is a fascinating tool to do ministry on because like the whole time. Danielle is is doing you know her devotional. There there are people saying hi to me, right? And I am I am like a dog with a ball, right? I mean, in in distraction. Um, I, I think at some point Danielle asked me like a deeply spiritual question, and I was watching a bird in the backyard kind of fly from a box to the deck, from the box to the deck. Um, and she when she turned to me, I mean, we're like we're on live on Facebook, and she's like, "What do you think?" And I literally had to say. I was I like I wasn't even paying attention to what you're saying. Sorry. Um, so it, it was it was phenomenal. High low buffalo is something our family uses at dinner time to just try to engage in discussion and try to figure out how the kids are doing, how their hearts are. Um, high of the day, and then the second question we ask is, and, and how did that make you feel? So we're trying to you know not just hear facts but hear heart. Uh, low of the day, how that make you feel? So we can figure out how to how to bring them up if we need to. Buffalo is the you know the unexpected thing of the day and how that made you feel. So yeah, we did high low buffalo for the quarantine season. My you know my high of of the quarantine season um, will be when it's over. Uh, I'm not sure when that is. Up until this point, really it's been the family time though. I mean family time that. Um, that we don't normally have that we would not have taken has been really sweet. We'll have great memories forever. The, the low for me has been missing my son's senior baseball season. Almost everything in quarantine right now that's been missed will come back around again, uh, right? It's like a comet that's just going to keep circling. I mean, we missed Easter. We'll have Easter next year. Um, you know, we, we may, we may miss some summer ministry events like we've talked about, but we'll have, we'll have camp next year and we'll have vacation Bible school, um, next year. Um, but my son was only going to, he was only going to play his senior year of baseball once, you know, and I'll probably never watch him play organized baseball again. So I, I think if I'd have known the last three games of his junior year, those would be the last games I ever saw. I probably would have taken more pictures. I probably would have been more locked in. I probably wouldn't have spent as much time on my phone. So I think that's been the low of me that season that uh, that we that we just won't get back. And the Buffalo for me was you know a lot of unexpected 
things. Uh, Danielle and I have, have taken some hikes and some bike riding on trails that we didn't even know existed. Uh, had an opportunity, uh, you know, got to, got to read a lot of books, leadership books, ministry books, history books that I would not have uh, had time to read. So, you know, I've, I've got some new information locked in my head, new experiences um, that, I mean, I just would not have had without this season. So uh, that, that's the Buffalo, kind of the unexpected thing to, um, to, come, to come out of it. We've enjoyed doing that. We've actually had several nights of high-low buffalo around our table as well. We've, uh, we've adopted that. Not every night, but we enjoy it several times a week. It's great to start discussion. It is. Yep. One of the questions that people ask often, right, is why. Why does this happen? Why did that happen? Your sermon is based on Luke 4 and the 40 days that Jesus was tempted by the devil. So why, why biblically did Jesus experience these 40 days being tempted by Satan? There, so there's a lot of different reasons, right? One of the primary theological ones that we learn later in the New Testament is Jesus was tempted so he could help us when we are tempted. That Jesus needed to be able to experience something we experience. So when we experienced it, as Scripture says, he was tempted in all ways as we are yet without sin. Um, so that Paul could tell the church in Corinth in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, no temptation has seized you except which is common to man and God's faith was going to provide a way out. So you could say in a theological sense, you know, people say, I mean, could, oh, wait a minute, could, could Jesus have sin? Like, could the devil have tricked him? No, because he was, he was, he was born in perfection, right? He didn't have a sin nature. So why would he have been tempted then? One, so he could learn how to handle temptation. Two, so he could prove to Satan, just like Job did in the Old Testament, his commitment to his purpose. And I think three, so he could teach us some things about the dangers of temptation and some real important life lessons in the midst of temptations that, that we learned in this message. So I think it was, it was so he could identify with us, so that he could teach us, so that he could help us. Um, I think those were the reasons that Jesus had that episode in his life, um, and, and so that he could get alone with God. And I think really kind of, it, it, it was kind of a spiritual bench press for him. So he couldn't have failed it, but I think it, it made him stronger. That time alone with God uh, made him stronger. And it's funny, after 40 years in the wilderness, uh, the Israelites went through the Jordan River and into the Promised Land. Jesus flipped the script from the Jordan River to 40 days in the wilderness. Then he stepped into his promise. So a beautiful picture of Old Testament, um, just the Old Testament narrative that we see in the life and ministry of Jesus. And I would imagine as people have spent time, much more free time, that there's there's been some people in some real battles. I had a call, um, one of our connect calls with a bunch of men the other night, and um, I I just kind of challenged them. I said, guys, in this time of a little more isolation, a little more quietness, I, I want to get on here and say there's still the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And the enemy would love to wreak havoc on, uh, on your family right now. And so, you know, this is obviously so important for every individual listening, for, for men leading their families, for, for, for wives trying to be the best moms and, and yeah. spouses they can be. Yeah. I mean, this is so important. And, you know, what's interesting, so we ended the message on Sunday with the line of he's coming back. And we often use that for Jesus, right? Because Jesus is coming back. But so is Satan. Yeah. It says at the end of Jesus' temptation, he left him to look for a more opportune time. He's coming back. Yeah. You know, and there's two sayings that you got you to gotta remember that make you think, well, gosh, when's he take a break? Um, one is if Satan can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. 
Because if you're busy, you don't have time to lean into God. Another is that idle hands are the devil's playground. It's like, well, wait a minute. So is the, is dev, is the devil working when I'm too busy or when I have nothing to do? Both. both. Yeah, <laughs> both. Um, so to understand how Jesus handled those temptations, um, I, I think is, yes, yeah, is just phenomenal. And for us to understand, you, you know, you quoted first John 2.15, um, you know, the, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Um, the, man, those are all day, those are all day every day. It's just in the DNA of our flesh that, that we have to fight with our spirit. And Jesus helps us be more aware of that. And he did it with the Word of God, which is why, obviously, on this Activate podcast, about every one of your sermons, you are encouraging people to be in the Word, stay in the Word, grow close to it, let it, let it indwell you, and let it, let it guide your life. That's the Pentecost challenge, right? Not only see Jesus, but, but let the Word get, get into you. I had a, a professor in Bible college um, that said, you know, it's, it's not how much you write in your Bible that impacts you. It's how much your Bible writes in you. And I think if you read it and let the words sit deep in your spirit, um, yeah, those, it, it, it gives you some spiritual boxing gloves when the temptation comes to kind of punch back. Yeah. You know, one of the lessons I'm, I'm learning in this season is to slow down. Uh, I'm always in a hurry. Uh, and I know that that's not how God wants me to live long term. In fact, it, it can cause tension from time to time. Uh, in, in, in my family. And uh, you mentioned a life lesson from Jesus was not to rush God's timetable and that people are always in a hurry. Uh, what, what do you think we miss when we're always in a hurry? I, th- I think we miss the meal that God wants to have for us. So one of the Old Testament offerings was the fellowship offering. And the purpose of the fellowship offering was for you to symbolically have a meal with God. Just, just sit down and have a meal with God. Um, one of the things that's been happening during this quarantine is Casey, my little girl, is becoming a great homemaker. Um, Danielle's been teaching her how to make dinner, letting her make some of her own meals. Um, you know, she's been cleaning the kitchen. She, she made cookies for us last night. Um, again, that's not been a good quarantine exercise for me, but it's been great for her to, to feed me, I guess. Um, doing laundry. I mean, just she's just been a great, great servant and helper. And it's good. Um, because because she needed help a couple of years ago, we called Casey. We we were uh, we needed her to to put dinner on one of the meals that we eat at our house most often that our kids despise is tacos because I like I love Mexican. I could eat chips and salsa and tacos every day. So we're at, we're out at the grocery store and Daniel calls yeah Daniel calls Casey and says hey um, there's some ground beef in the in the fridge throw it in the frying pan um, and and begin to get it warm because we're going to come home and make tacos. So Casey says okay. So I come home and. There's just an odd odor in the house, weird smell, weird sound. And I go over and she has taken, I had two ribeyes marinating in the fridge. I mean, ready to grill up for my, my special man dinner at some point in time. And because she did not know the difference between ground beef and steak, she had taken the two ribeyes and thrown them on a frying pan. And I mean, just seared the outside to a crisp black while the inside was a bloody red and i was bloody angry as you know as our as our british friends would say it was like yeah i I said some things i'm not proud of um i you know i made some comments i'm not proud of you know what american teenager doesn't know the difference between ground beef and and grade a steak it's like have we taught you nothing child um a steak can't be cooked up quick in a skillet and a lot of times what God wants to do in our life can be cooked up quick in a skillet. It takes time. Most of God's meals in our life are intended to be made in the crock pot, not the microwave. 
And I think a lot of the times, you know, Scripture says, taste and see that the Lord is good. But we never let him finish the meal because we're in such a rush so that we can get on to the to the next thing. And I think what Jesus teaches us, I mean, Jesus had three years of ministry. And he started with 40 days off. Like, th- like think about, th- think about if when we hired someone at our church, we said, now we want you to take the first 40 days off and go like pray and read your Bible. We would think, well, gosh, like we're not, that's a wasted effort. We're not getting anything out of them. Jesus has only three years of ministry, just a little over a thousand days. And he takes the first 40 to just really slow down and be with God. That's because often to taste and see God, you gotta, you gotta put it in the crock pot, not the microwave. Um, and, and God, God doesn't, God doesn't want to cook you up ground beef, man. He wants to give you a great, great, a, um, unbelievable meal, but it takes time. And if we can learn to live on God's timetable, I think we would be so much more nourished spiritually and we would find the feasts that God wants to prepare for us in life are unbelievable. Well, we can't hurry his process. Yeah. Do which, which I, which I want to do. Yeah. Especially in this season. It's like, can, can we hurry up? And God might just be saying, hang on, I haven't cooked the other side yet. And it's like, ah, okay. I trust that the finished product is going to be good. Um, so I'll keep waiting, but, uh, man, let's, Let's go, please. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had some gourmet cooks at our house as well. Uh, we, they've uh, gone to the uh, store a couple times and, and grabbed a few ingredients kind of uh, uh, just because they were going to do something special for us. And we, we've had some pretty good meals, so I, I've been proud of them. Uh, but as I think about this rush, you know, as I've led different men's Bible studies or even uh, some of the followers made stuff we've done, too often guys will say, I didn't get a chance to journal this week. Because I was in a rush, or I was always so busy, and they are literally missing out on the very yep. thing you're talking about. Uh, you, you and I know that probably the number one reason people say they don't read their Bible is because they say they don't have time, or they just rush through it and really just check a box. And it wasn't that that sitting down, having a meal experience that all of us know is just deeper fellowship. It's one thing to send a text to somebody, right? And it's like we're just texting God every day. Yep. Instead of sitting down and enjoying a meal with Him. Yep. And that's what he, and that's what He wants. You know, worshiping uh, with God's people is, is something I think many of us are missing and craving during this season. So there's something about lifting our voices together. Unfortunately, there's another side of worship. Uh, a negative side, and that is worshiping God's creation rather than God. You, you touch on this in, in the message. Can you expand on this important lesson from Jesus? Yeah, so Satan's second temptation was he told Jesus, if you bow down to me, I'll give you all the kingdoms of this world. You know, worship is a is a word that basically means worth. You're showing, some, you're showing that something is worth. You're showing that something has great value in the way you view it, treat it, um, act, react to it. And Satan was basically saying, look, you've, um, you've come to rule the kingdoms of the world. They're yours. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. I've come to serve the king of the world. And often we want the kingdoms of the world rather than the king of the world. And Jesus says, I'm going to serve the king of the world because if I serve the king of the world, he'll let me have the kingdoms when it's time. And a lot of times... The way we spend our money, the way we spend our time, uh, the things we post on social media, the Facebook, for instance, if you have one of those, um, are things that we believe make people see worth and value in us. And often we like to hold up kingdoms that everyone thinks is important rather than the king. 
who is most important. And, and that can lead to idolatry and worship, which is why, you know, Jesus told Satan, no, you're going to, you worship the Lord only. Um, yes, I want, I want to rule over the kingdoms of the world, and one day I will. But right now I'm a servant of the king of the world, um, not to the desires to short-circuit the process by worshiping the created rather than the creator. And, and, and for us, the kingdoms of our world are the youth sports kingdoms. The kingdoms of our world, they live in our garage. The kingdoms of our world are the neighborhoods that we live in. They're the vacations that we take. They're the brand of maybe shoes or clothes that we wear. They are, they are the number of friends on social media or the, or the number of likes or, or retweets, um, you know, or mentions on social media. Those are kingdoms that we build up, but they, I mean, they all fall. They all fall. So it's so important to worship the king of the world, not the kingdoms of the world. And Jesus temptation teaches us that. A couple of Mondays ago, I got a chance to talk through Jesus in in part of the Sermon on the Mount as he's telling people to store up treasure in heaven, not on earth. And and let's face it, we all, at times, if we're not careful with our focus, are storing up treasures here, not thinking about the fact that we need to be daily trying to store up treasures in heaven. Yeah, you say, so what do we do with our treasures here? One, enjoy them. Two, use them. Enjoy them and use them. Why would God give us any treasure on earth then? One, for your enjoyment. Second, for your impact. So figure, figure out how to use it. In a, in a way that really allow, allows you to lean into the most important things and people in life and then figure out how to leverage it for the impact yeah. of the great commission, the right. great Help commandment. Others, yeah. yeah. And the great, and the great, and the great compassion pour into God's church, um, his, his capital C church, the work he's doing in the world. Yeah. Which is a huge desire of our church, right? That, no that's doubt. Exactly what yep. we want to do. The final lesson was uh, believe in the goodness of God even when you can't prove it. And that can be difficult. So what's been the greatest lesson you've learned in this season? So it's interesting. I looked at that question before we started the podcast. I don't know that I can answer that. I don't know the lesson that I've learned. But I do know the practice that I'm having. You know, I feel like most seasons of faith are developing something in you or revealing something in you. And and what I am learning to practice is trust. What I am learning to practice is patience. What I am learning to practice is hope. Um, you know, today we, we all often will record our podcast on the Thursday, the Thursday before the Sunday that we preach the message. Thursday is the day that I pray through Ephesians 3 in my, in my prayer journal, um, where Paul just reflecting on God says, when I consider everything that God has done. I fall to my knees and I pray to God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, and I ask that from his unlimited glorious riches, he might strengthen me in my inner man. And every Thursday when I pray, I I always ask my question. I always ask two questions. One, what am I considering right now? What am I considering? And what does my inner man need because of that? And this morning, I happen to be considering just the long expanse longer than I thought, of this coronavirus season. Um, that's, that's what I was considering. So Paul says, when I consider all this, I pray. So I thought, okay, what am I? I'm considering that I think this coronavirus is going to last longer than I thought it would. I'm, I'm considering that we're, that we're going to on, only do online services now through May. I'm considering that we're not going to do youth camp and vacation Bible. So, I mean, it's real time for me, right, as I consider all of this. Like, what am I feeling? And I thought, I know what I need to be feeling. I need to be feeling hope in three areas. Um, and a lot of times I feel hope in two, but, but not a third. I need to, I need to feel hope. When I consider all this, here's what I, 
here's, here's where I need strength in my inner man. One, when I consider all this, I have to believe that it's really good for me spiritually or God wouldn't do it. So as I consider this, I have to believe that it's good for me. So God help me believe that that's good, that it's good for me. That's not hard for me to do. That's been theologically ingrained for me. God works all things for good. So it's like, I will get through the season and I will be better at the end of it. So God always works. Um, the, the, the church, the big C church, like the global church is going to be stronger at the end of this. Um, I really don't need any help believing. I like, I don't have to pray and ask God to help me believe that. It's just a proven fact. God, I mean, God thrives in these times. So I thought, all right, I need to, I need to, I need to remember, I need to ask God to give me inner strength to believe this season that's longer than I thought it was. It's going to be good for me spiritually. It's going to be good for the big C church, but then I got to believe it's good for journey church. And that one's harder. That one's harder because I know our people and I miss our people and I love our people and I can't be with our people. So I thought there, that's, there it is. I had to talk through it this morning in my prayer journal. I thought there it is. As I consider all this, where I need strength in my inner man is to be able to believe, even though I can't see it, that this is good for Journey Church International spiritually. It is. It has to be because that's who God is. And he loves his church. It's his bride. And he would not do anything that wouldn't ultimately be good spiritually for it. So you say, what lesson am I learning? I, I don't know that I could say I've learned a lesson yet, but I have got to practice trust, patience, hope. I've got, I've got to practice feeling things that I say I believe when I don't really feel them and putting them into prayer and, and seeing if, seeing if God can help me through the other side of that. So that's, I mean, that like, that like very, that, that like that egg was birthed today. Like that, that this morning, that's the, the spiritual practice I'm trying to endure right now. That's good, as a friend of mine would say. Yeah, uh, I think that's the first time you've said that yeah, since that, we started yeah, the podcast. Yeah, you so started to wonder. It. Yeah. it encourages me. I've wondered if anything that I've said the last no, four good, weeks right? has been good. I've been trying so to point out you. some great tools. Yeah, uh, and and I would say this: you you give a great point from the standpoint of our lessons aren't done being learned. Oh gosh, yeah, and and we're not going to get all the answers at the end of COVID, and all of a sudden we've got the rest of life figured out. All these tools we've been learning, all these things we've been growing are intended for us to be stronger because God wants the church to thrive, the church to be stronger. So, man, amen to that. Um, Pastor Christian, thanks uh, really for leading us the last couple of months through this. Uh, There's been a lot of really practical tools you've helped provide for the people who I hope are listening and tuning in because uh, we've put, um, um, our team has done an amazing job to put out this wonderful service for people to tune in. Um, so I'm really glad people have been tuning into the online services. And, and of course, you've been sharing additional ways for people to grow in their faith and stay stay close to Jesus. Really, we have the, the Facebook Live where people can every day tune in to some online encouragement, some, some community. I love the comments, like you said. Uh, it's so great seeing people waving from out of state, uh, right down the street. Uh, So not only this podcast is intended to equip people to activate our faith, but every aspect of ministry we try to provide here at Journey is intended for people to activate their faith. So thank you, those listening today from wherever you are, from around the world. Be sure to tune in to our service on Sunday, either Facebook Live, YouTube, uh, the JCI app, or takethejourney.cc. And as always, we'd love to hear how either God's working in your life or if you need anything. 
uh, you can email us at activate at take the journey cc we look forward to catching you next time on the activate podcast where we where we challenge you to build a faith that is active thank you for listening to activate with pastor christian newsom a podcast of journey church international if you are ever in the kansas city area we would love for you to join us for one of our sunday worship experiences you can find out more information about jci on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.